The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 131, Sunday, May 10th, 2009. This is The Paunch Stevenson Show, episode 131. I am Rob, you are Greg. Yes, I am. So we uh, we went to see uh, Star Trek. That's right. The uh, The Final Frontier. Just a little while ago. Yeah. Today is what? Saturday. Yeah. Today's Saturday. So we we saw Star Trek. And before we get to Star Trek, I guess we'll 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 just talk quickly about the trailers that were shown. Oh, before the before Star yeah. Trek. So one was The Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it, it just doesn't look good. The the costumes, the um, the sets, the CGI, it all looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it it, it looked professional. Yeah. Except there's one problem. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> look, here's my problem, and I'm just basing this off the trailers. Yeah. Here's my problem. All he's doing is he's he's he literally from the trailer. All the guy was doing was copying every single gag and joke he did in old school. Right. But here's my problem. I have been bitten by a bug. <laughs> this bug really hurts. Right. It hurts. Right. It hurts. Yeah, his... It's a bug. His shtick is getting a little uh. old, but... My thing is, The Land of the Lost... I know it, it was a, a, a 1970s TV show. And the right? 90s. So it was, it was low budget... Um, the special effects. It was uh, they, um, they 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 did what they could. At it the was time. The, the Puff the Magic Dragon S- guy. No, Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah, that's H.R. Puff and stuff. Oh. Anyway, I I think to me, if Will Ferrell wants to do a current version of Land of the Lost as a as a comedy movie, yeah, I think it would be funnier and it would work better. If they had the stupid, cheesy, low-budget special effects. <laughs> and he's reacting yeah. very scared to, to this little clay dinosaur. Like, to me, that would make it funnier. because that would, it, that because would be it's ingenious. So, because it, it would be so absurd. Yeah, you wouldn't expect it. But no, it's this very slick, big-budget, yeah. Jurassic Park-esque Hollywood movie. And it's like... And, and then uh, they have all these special effects and the computer animated dinosaurs and then you have this guy acting like a retard I, yeah, I'll tell it, you just, what, it, it, it just doesn't click i'll tell you what the problem me. it I'll doesn't you, click i'll tell you what the problem is the problem is that they can't do a movie anymore that has even if it has like the cgi in it and stuff like that they can't do the movie simply where it's like tongue-in-cheek they can't do tongue-in-cheek movies anymore like that yeah you know, it, it's basically, you know, it, it's not good enough just to do a movie where, you know, everybody's, it's kind of like a gag or, or whatever it is. Right. You know, like, uh, I don't know, like one that comes to my mind that was actually really good was Death to Smoochie. <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was really clever how they did that film. Though. It was kind of, you know, it was like this parody, but at the same time, it was really funny. Yeah. You know, and been other ones that they've done that it you know it's kind of worked out but they they just they can't do that anymore and now it's just this just over the top nonsense no more yes. anyway well there was that 
Yes. Trailer. Yes. There was a trailer for a movie. I. There was a trailer for a movie I'd never even heard of. It's called Year One. Oh. And it stars Jack Black and Michael Sarah. Yeah. Both of whom I like. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I, but I, I, this movie just came out of nowhere. I've and, never heard. I, it, I've never seen commercials or anything. And basically, all it is is apparently they are cavemen of some sort, and then they wind up in the Roman Empire, and well, it's the Garden of Eden, and then they wind up in the Roman Empire. It makes no sense. It's you know what it is. It's sort of it's along <laughs> the lines of the old Mel Brooks no. movie, History of the World. Oh my God, no, no, that that is. <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying, it's it's that sort of just blending all different eras of history into one goofy comedy. Don DeLuise was in those movies. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. to to besmirch the great Mel Brooks. I'm saying by it's, comparing him is I'm not. Saying it's, I know it's not even close. It's. I'm just saying it's along those yeah, lines where I know it's it's obviously not. <laughs> Historically accurate, and again, for the sake of comedy. I know, and again, the problem I have with the with the movie is, just like, you know, School of Rock. Nah, it's it's like, you know what? I, I be be kind. Rewind. I like that movie, and the reason I like it is because I thought it was pretty funny. Jack yeah. Black is is he's funny in the movie, but he's not playing the that idiot Jack Black that he does in all the other movies, right? Which he does in this movie. Ben Stiller, we saw the trailer for that stupid second night at the museum nonsense. Once again, he's doing Ben Stiller. Right. Yeah, he exactly. didn't, but in, in um, Tropic Thunder, he didn't do Ben Stiller. Right. Completely. Right. Completely, right. So he was still funny. And and now you have this this stupid Michael Sarah, who is, in he, my opinion... He acts like Michael Sarah. He's useless. Nah, he plays the same. Funny. He plays every character the same. At what point is it like, right. you know what? Situationally, you're funny. <laughs> However, your stick is not funny. Your stick, stick is stick. Your stick is not funny. I, I think Arrested shtick... Development was funny, not because of shtick, but because of the people in it. Right. Oh, actually, David Cross is in that movie. Yes, too, David Cross one, is in and, um, year one. Was David Cross was Kane or Abel, and the other guy was the other brother? Um, Can't oh, think. Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd. So it's <laughs> it's the usual guys. But Paul Rudd is funny. <sighs> he can be. He can be funny, but he doesn't have a stick. Yeah. Stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, speaking of Paul Rudd, I saw uh, Role Models <laughs> on DVD. It was him, uh, Stifler. Oh, Wait, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. And the woman from... Uh, she's in those Christopher Guests. She was in Best in Show. The blonde, short-haired woman. Real thin. She was in uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. She was the boss of the electronics store. She kept talking to... Um, I, I have no idea who that is. I know who you're talking about, but she's not like a well-known actress. No, but she, she does those types of movies. <laughs> Whatever. And, um... So she was in Role Models, Paul Rudd, and um, it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. There were some funny parts. It, it was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, and um, the guy from, the boy from Superbad, the nerdy boy, um, Mc, McLovin. I have no idea he what his real in, name yeah, is. Yeah, I don't either, but he was in Role yeah. Models, too. 
Columbus. It was okay. It's it's worth a rental, I say. You know, uh, speaking of movies that we've talked about past in the show that that you saw, I had I I saw it came on cable. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall lately. I thought that was funny. That stunk. Come on. It, it was stunk. funny. Stunk. <laughs> Why? Stunk. That guy, Jason Siegel. Yeah. Not funny. He's funny. No, he's not. He's not funny. He's the watermelon guy from Can't Hardly Wait, and that's all he'll ever be. Can't Hardly Wait. Where so the we? trailers. Trailers. All right, so there was those trailers. And then there were the two big ones of the summer. Ugh. That will further oh, rape oh. and neuter our childhood memories. Oh. Transformers oh. 2, oh, no. Revenge of the no. Fallen, Please. and G.I. Joe, <laughs> Rise of Cobra. Please. Now let me go to G.I. Joe first. No. Oh. You alright? No. Want a drink? Oh. G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. Oh my god. I had never I had not seen the trailer yet. I hadn't either. I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, it wasn't that good. Well, it was just nothing. It was like wasn't bad. Wasn't yeah. good. It just existed in this neutral zone <laughs> that put me to sleep. Yeah, I, I kept I, waiting to see Cobra Commander. It, 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 is he even in that movie? I think he is. He's kind of like this. Cobra! No, he's kind of like this secret character. I think he comes out in the sequels. Destro! Destroy G.I. Joe! You know... It looked okay. Um, Look, you can't... I didn't quite understand the necessity of having these, these, like, exosuits... Yeah, what was that? Where they turn into like the accelerator Superman? suits? Yeah, what, the, what, what is this nonsense? They're flying around with capes. Yeah, come on. Where's Duke? Where's uh, Shipwreck? No. And uh, Snake Eyes. Come on. Snake Eyes is in it. All right, where's. He's about the only one that's the looks Indian like the, guy. Uh, uh, oh, Storm Shadow? Yeah. Or Spirit? Wasn't Spirit the dog? No, they were both. Oh. No, the dog was was a uh, uh, junkyard. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Where was, was mutt? Yeah, where's mutt? Where's well, come on? It. They're not in it. There's no major blood. Who's that? Remember, he was the bad guy with the army helmet and the eye patch. Oh and yeah, major blood. <laughs> Doctor Mindbender. Oh god, I hope they never go there. <laughs> Serpentor. Where's um... my name? Is Serpentor. Is Destro in the movie? Yeah. He wears the mask. No. He was in the beginning. In the beginning, he was like standing up, kind of. And what is with this underwater city that they're on? What happened to Cobra Island? Underwater? It's not really have, an island. I have no words. I don't. It didn't look. Is Duke in the movie? Yeah. Is that um? He was the guy. Remember they showed him on a motorcycle with scars. I, I told you I fell asleep. Uh, that, the trailer instantly put me to sleep. Well. Wasn't that bad? As soon as I saw uh, Jamie Foxx or Marlon Wayans, <laughs> Marlon or Wayans, whatever that guy's name, is. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't take it seriously. Again, I can't understand why they just can't use the same Character. brand. Well, it's the characters, but they can't use the same brand of the original show. I don't understand that because they they think they could do it better. Ugh, I don't know. 
I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I'll probably go see it, you know, because I, I. I don't care. I'm I was always a big GI Joe fan. I'm not gonna see it. And then there's there's Transformers too. Oh, mm. oh man. I don't know. Look, it seems like the only Transformer who's allowed to talk is Optimus Prime. That's right. Yes. Spike, get me the glasses. Uh, I don't Look. know. It's just... It's more battles where you can't understand what's going on and and robots that you can't understand which robot is which and... The, the, all we, Megatron could do is growl. We <laughs> talked about this when we reviewed the Transformers movie last... Uh, oh, all right. Two summers And what ago. is this nonsense that Spike all of a sudden ripped off the whole concept of TV show Chuck? <laughs> what is this? He, like, he, he looks at something uh, and now all of a sudden he's got all this, this information in his head? He has a flash. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> I don't know. Casey, gonna come save me. Who? I just Morgan. flashed. I just Morgan. flashed. Morgan. Oh, oh, Morgan. I, anyway... Again, we talked about this when we reviewed the first that Transformers tornado. movie two years ago, two summers ago. Yeah. And the same thing applies. The old uh, uh, Transformers cartoon show, the robots had a lot of personality. Yeah. Visually. Well, they were the show. Right. But It was the, a show about robots. I know, but they were designed robots. to be very easily recognizable. Yeah. They had a lot of personality. Yeah. They were very well designed. Yes. These robots, I swear, it looks like somebody took a big bag of nuts and bolts, dumped them onto a pile on the floor, and I'm supposed to recognize that as a robot. Yeah, I don't know. It's... And it's like you have this pile of nuts and bolts over here. Over there, you have another pile of nuts and bolts. They're both silver, and they're both supposed to be two different robots with two different personalities i can't tell any of the robots apart and i'm a transformers fan yeah. and this is only from one trailer i can't imagine someone just uh, coming in off the street who knows nothing about the transformers being able to follow this thing the robot designs are horrible well, it's not they made, have no personality it's not made for people who know what transformers are I know, but the robot designs have no personality I know. at all. Even Optimus Prime. Well, how can they have a personality? They're not allowed to talk. No. You know? <laughs> <laughs> then there was, it showed one of the robots was like was like a vacuum cleaner or something like, yeah, like sucking up sand. I I'm don't like, know. What is this? Who, who is this supposed to be? And then there's like, oh, there's all these hidden symbols in the pyramids. But, is this Fifth Element? <laughs> Where's Bruce Willis? Is Bruce Willis in this movie? I don't know what the... Uh, Corbin ah! Dallas? Corbin Dallas? Ah! I'm, I'm, it just gets me so angry. Oh, man. I think, we, I think we'll have to go see this in the theater just to, oh. just to have a material for like five shows. Oh <laughs> we'll be talking about it for like ten hours. I think Esteban should have it. waited... To quit his blog. Oh, well, he could start it up again. until until he's you know until Transformers Two came out and then like know. just go out with a bang. He may not be able to take it. <laughs> That's true. He may just go on overload Ex and just explode. Yeah, just explode. Oh, Have man. a heart attack in the middle of the theater, uh, sitting in the chair. Anyway. That's probably what's going to happen to me. Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll just laugh at if, it. If the two of us go to the theater together, yeah, it's going to have to be. At, at 
one in the afternoon when no one is there. <laughs> because we're going to ruin it for everyone. We're going to be sitting there screaming, throwing things, and just punching people. Yeah. If we're surrounded by people. Yep. So, right. so for the safety of others, we will have to go when no one else is in the theater. Yep. <laughs> Private screening. <laughs> that way we can take a dump right on the oh, screen. Wait. And then and then it shows... Remember how we one of the other things we complained about with the first movie was that the Transformers were meteorites and they yeah. crash land... It shows again, more meteorites! More of them, what is it. going on with this movie? Oh... Can they not have a spaceship? And then, yeah, I know. And then Bumblebee is in college or something. And what is going on? Uh... This should be GoBots. The movie. This does not deserve to be oh, transformed. Well, not even that bad. GoBots. So that was the previews, and then then came the feature. What the heck? All right, well, you got to roll up these windows. Like a tornado here. I don't want this thing to get off. Where's my curry, uh, my uh, key? Keys? Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the movie yet, and no. we're already ready to strangle people. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we saw Star Trek. Um, well, let me start off by saying I don't really know too much about Star Trek. I never really watched the original show. I, I know the actors. I know some things that happened, but... I've you don't never, know any science fiction. I've never really watched Star Trek or The Next Generation, so I'm going into this movie with a very little bit of background, a very little bit of familiarity. Now, have you seen any of the movies? I think part four with That's the it? whales. What was that yeah. called? That was The Voyage Home. Yeah, The Voyage Home. It was good. It was okay. It was enjoyable. And I've seen episodes of The Next Generation here and there, so... Like I said, I'm going into the movie with a little bit of familiarity. Yeah. You're going into the movie as a big fan. Yeah. With with a history of the show. Yes. So we're going to have two different perspectives. Yes. Well, and the other the other thing I would say is uh, uh, Frank from the Overnightscape. I I read his um, uh, he blogged something about it that he had seen it, and he did not like it. Uh, he actually said it was a worse prequel than The Phantom Menace. Yeah, that wasn't that I bad. it was man. decent. It was good. I don't think it was... Well, first of all, it wasn't that bad. The Phantom Menace. I mean, you didn't have Jar Jar Binks. You had, you had this creature that was approaching Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> but luckily he didn't. It wasn't allowed to talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's only in a few scenes. Yeah, so... In Star Trek. <clears throat> yes. So, Star Trek, they recasted everybody... <clears throat> And the big swerve is that basically one of the big, you know, parts about Star Trek is this canon. It's this continuity. It's the fact that... The backstory. Yeah. But it's the fact that you started off with the original series. That went to... There was an animated series, which is kind of not... Filmation. Yeah, they don't really con consider that as much because it didn't stick to the history all the time. <clears throat> and then you had the... So the animated series is not really part of the canon. Not, yeah, not completely. Okay. Some of it people consider, but not all of it. All right. Then you had all these feature films. 
Right. And then you had The Next Generation, you had Deep Space Nine show, you had Voyager, you had this Enterprise show, right. and then that was the end of it all. So you had 40 plus years of continuity from these hours and hours of television and, and movies and everything. Nothing, no other franchise comes close. No other franchise ever like sticks to continuity. It's always a mess. Yeah. Are there Star Trek novels? Or? Oh, well, yeah, but they don't really count. Because, okay. All you right. know, they're all over the place. <clears throat> so you have that. And so, basically, what they wound up in, in, in a nutshell, they, what they wound up doing was taking that, rather than, than continuing that continuity or having to, you know, anything to do with it, they basically said, okay, we're starting with the continuity that you've known for 40 years, and you know what? It's now out the window. We've taken it. Your Star Trek, the Star Trek that you've had for 40 years, doesn't count anymore. So it's a reboot. It is a complete reboot, they call it. J.J. Abrams, would they, he kept insisting, no, it's not a reboot. It's not. <laughs> J.J. J.J. It's a reboot. Uh, it is a reboot. When you take all of the previous history and say that doesn't happen anymore and we're doing it over, that is what's called a reboot, son. Right. But you're a longtime Star Trek fan. Yes. Is it okay to do a reboot? Is it a bad thing to do a reboot? Is it... Honestly... Was it necessary to pull something like this off? Here's the thing. Here's the thing you gotta remember. Or could they have worked with the existing backstory? They could have worked... If easily worked the existing backstory without a problem. Okay. So why didn't they? The, well, the reason was that they didn't want to have... And in other words... The way that these characters eventually showed up on the original series, on the Enterprise, they came from different places, let's say. On the Starship Enterprise. Yeah. Not the show Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, on the original, yeah, but on the original series. They came from different places and, you know, essentially wound up on the Enterprise. They had career before. Like, Kirk, for example, had, after he graduated from the Academy, he had been on several other ships. This was all, these were all in, important pieces in the William Shatner Kirk original series backstory, they, there was like great episodes, you know, landmark episodes of Star Trek, which dealt with the backstory of some of these characters like Spock and Doctor McCoy. It was very, they were very important pieces of the of the the mythos, and I guess they didn't want to have to go through that, and they just and they wanted to have it as a younger cast. So they figured, well, we'll just start with them, you know, young guy, people, and all this and that, so... Yeah, but wait a minute. I assume for a Star Trek movie, they would get a writer or writers who are fans of the Yes, and the, the guys, franchise, and the guys right? who wrote it, who also wrote Transformers, oh. the guys who wrote it were fans. So wouldn't they already know this backstory? Yes, th that was not, that's not the issue. So why didn't they write it like that? They, I guess they didn't want to. They wanted to start with a fresh <laughs> they slate. They think they could do better? Apparently, yes. Uh, Apparently, you know, this guy, Gene Roddenberry. Remember this guy, Gene Roddenberry? Well, he's dead. Oh, I know he's dead. His wife. Yes. They're both Major Barrett just died. And, you know, they were talking about Major Barrett did the computer voice. I don't remember hearing her. Um, what the hell did they do? Cut her out? So I come in. Here's the, here's the other thing you got to remember. 
I come in as a longtime Star Trek fan of well over 20 years. However, I have not been a diehard fan in, in a while. It's It's okay. been a while. I, the last movie, the Next Generation movie, Nemesis, was horrible. It really annoyed me. The Enterprise show was not very good. And I, I've really just... I, I wouldn't say I grew out of it, but I've I've really been... <clears throat> Well, you didn't grow out of it. It's just the recent material hasn't yeah, been good. It, there's been a lot of apathy. From you haven't grew out of the old material. No, but I've had a lot. Of, like I was a, I was a huge fan of the original series and the movies. Huge fan of Next Generation. Huge fan of Deep Space Nine. And I've been less and less a fan of what they've done in the last, you know, ten years. Let's say. Right. So little by little, I was becoming less and less interested. So it, for me, but in the new stuff, yeah. But so, but in any case, but for me, what they did in this movie, whatever direction they wanted to go, in reality, I wasn't gonna. I really wasn't gonna care. It was kind of like with the Star Wars prequels. I really don't care what he did. I'm annoyed that he screwed around with the originals on the DVD releases. Right. But I really don't care. You know what? I'm. I'm kind of like. You know what? Eh. I, I don't care. But so in that sense. Like, after the movie was over, you, you said, are, do you like it? Am I boiling? Yeah. I are wasn't... You, are you steaming? No, I'm not steaming. All right. Um, and the, really, the reason... I, I would say the reason is apathy. Well, you're not the kind of fan who it's like, oh, my God, they didn't stick to this, they didn't stick to that. Oh, yes, I am. And I oh. was. And if, yeah. I, if this movie were made ten years ago... I, I would have been uncontrollable in the theater. <laughs> that play, I would, I would not, I would have walked out. Wow. I, I would have walked out. Anyway. And I never walk out of movies. Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> I, I didn't even walk out of Knockoff. That was a good movie. <laughs> it was horrible. It was a good movie. Like exploding pants. Come on. Anyway. The Russians are going <laughs> to take over America no, no, no. with exploding pants. That was Knockoff. Yes! No. The knockoff pants. All right. All right. So, I go again, I, I went in with a lot of, of ambivalence in a sense that I really didn't care either way. Now, again, you got to remember something. When they first started talking about making this film and J.J. Abrams, I was very leery of recasting the characters. I'm always leery of that. All right. Anyway. So... God, this wind again. What is going on? <laughs> and a boom, and all the wind. I don't know what's going on. And the boom, talking acting and acting. And he puts on his glasses, he sees better. Uh, oh, come on. Now you're just ripping off Frank Kelly. <laughs> so, I again, I go in with some ambivalence. And I, I when they first started talking about making the movie, I was, I was somewhat, you know, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, you know. These guys wrote Transformers, and oh. and then I saw who they cast as... They, they should have been beheaded for that. <laughs> well, I think it was more Michael Bay's fault. <laughs> so I saw who they cast for the Star Trek. I said, you know what? I like all these actors. A lot of them. I, you know, he's a free... Simon Pegg is Scotty. He's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know he was in this movie. Yeah. Um, he was good. I think he was... A, I don't know if he was a good choice for Scotty, because, again, Scotty is not, like, this practical Joker guy, but... 
No, but he's Whatever. he's a lighthearted, yeah, I mean, humorous the guy, guy yeah, uh, character. The, the guy Quinto was very good, at, pretty good as Spock. Yeah, he was good. Uh, he I like the guy that was Kirk, Chris Pine. There were a couple of shots where the camera was at a certain <laughs> angle where Zachary Quinto actually looked like Leonard Nimoy yeah, did. did in the old show. They don't have the same nose. The nose is a bit bigger, but... I know, but but at certain yeah. angles, I had to do a double take. Yeah. Wow. And, um, you know... Yeah, he, he was good. And he even, Chris, good. you know, Chris Pine, there was a lot... You know, he went... I, I remember him uh, reading, you know, some of what he was saying. And he's like, you know, I'm not going into this. I, I, I think he had gone and rewatched a lot of stuff. And he's like... You know, I didn't really want to rewatch anything because I, I really, I, I'm not going to do the Shatnerism. Everybody's, but you yes, know what? That's right. He did the Shatnerisms on a, a lot of it. Bit, uh... A lot of it where he just, you know, he, he, wasn't, a, he wasn't as exaggerated though. Yeah, but you're talking. He, he wasn't as hammy. Yeah, but Shatner wasn't that bad in, in the show. <laughs> but, Spark. <laughs> Warp speed. Ahead. Yes. Oh, he didn't do that. <coughs> no. But he was very, you know, like Kirk. <laughs> and even the guy, eventually, like, the guy that played McCoy, by the end of the movie, he was starting to get, get act a little bit more like uh, DeForest Kelly did. The the, the Czech guy. No. Czechoslovakia. The doctor. Oh, he was terrible. Oh, really? The Russian. Chekhov? A, uh, no. Chekhov, yeah. yeah that's, that's what I was thinking. Chekhov. He stunk. Bones? Is that the Bones. doctor? Bones! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was good. Not much. Yeah, yeah, he kind of looked like the the uh, the old actor too a little. Yeah, bit. a little bit. Um, <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, and and you know, and then of course you know the the Zoe Saldana. She's the one that they got to play Uhura. What is she from? Well, she's been in a bunch of movies. She was in. Because um, I didn't recognize half of those people. Yeah, I've seen I've seen them in some stuff. Um, I recognized the guy that played Chekhov, but I can't. Think of from what he was in that really bad movie with Justin Timberlake. Uh the the kidnapping. Yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> you know, and Simon Pegg and uh, yeah, Zachary and I like Quinto Siler. Like, and the guy that they got to play uh, Pike, Bruce Greenwood. I like him. He he's oh yeah, he looked familiar. He's a good actor. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Um, yeah, yeah. What movie was he in? Uh, I forget which one it was. Uh, well, he was in, oh, God, that horrible, uh, the core with Hillary Swank when they're drilling into the earth. Uh, terrible. I don't, movie. I don't even think I've heard of that. <clears throat> oh, it's terrible. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, you know, those guys were pretty good. And, and, um, which movie was better? This Star Trek remake or the Lost in Space remake with Matt oh, LeBlanc? Come on. <laughs> Putrid. <laughs> William Hurt. Uh, so anyway, they um, danger Will uh, Robinson. So again, in terms of continuity, they kind of just threw it out the window, right? <sighs> just like Transformers. Yeah, but that's that's different. You, they, no, I know, I know. But Transformers was a reboot, which I didn't have a problem with, except that it just turned out bad. My opinion was, and I said this a lot on the on some of the message boards and all. I said they could. Ha I knew it was a reboot, and I said you know, they could have <coughs> done it, sticking to the the continuity. Right. I, I, I felt like they could have done it, but 
that you didn't have to have every single original series character. They could have new characters. I, I don't know. I just, I think they still could have done it. Yeah, but it, wait a whatever. minute, though. If they, from a marketing standpoint, if they had Kirk and Spock, and then yeah. instead of Chekhov and Bones... Nobody and, cares about Chekhov and Sulu. I'm, I'm just saying. And Sulu and Uhura. Instead of them, they had... Uh, Jones and uh, Redface and <laughs> Redface. I'm like, people wouldn't have. It, it's all about the nostalgia. Yeah, I, from a marketing standpoint. Right, I understand that. Now, one of the issues I had is a couple of things, um, and actually, there was I don't know who it was. Somebody posted on the DigiPress forum. I, I read some of the, the reviews there, and there was one person I forget who it was, who made a bunch of observations. And they were kind of critique, you know, they were kind of negative on the film. And as the film went on, I was like, you know what? I agree with a lot of these, you know, these, <laughs> these things make a lot of sense. Yeah. And one of them was the humor. You know, like a lot of people in the theater, some of the people in the theater were laughing. Did you notice I was not laughing? <laughs> I wasn't laughing. Uh, no, you laughed. I did laugh a couple times, yeah. Because you yeah. had no idea about Star Trek. Now, here I am. <laughs> I know Star Trek. There were a couple of funny and things. And a lot of the jokes and in-jokes were kind of Star Trek jokes. And for somebody who's seen Star Trek all these years, they weren't funny anymore. All right. They were very, they were cheap. Mm. And, I like, the thing would check off because he can't say what vessel. He says, well, it's vessel. Wessel, wessel. What? Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I don't know. That it's That's just stupid. You know, and then of course the guy that crashes headfirst into that drill in the sky, in the in the skydiving, like an idiot, and he dies. Well, guess what color his uniform was? It was red, and that's the in joke of the original series. Was anybody who wore a red shirt got killed on the planet? Ah, so you know, that, anyone I mean, who doesn't have a last name is killed. Yeah, so any um, character. You know, that was kind of. I'm not important enough to have a last well, name. Actually, Star that means Trek, I'm gonna die. No, in Star Trek, it's the other way around. If you don't have a first name, you're dead. Oh, right. But that that was from Galaxy Quest. Yeah, Galaxy Quest. I, but you don't understand. <laughs> I don't have a last name. <laughs> I can't go out on, on the plane. I don't have a last name. Um. So anyway, so you know, I thought that was kind of stupid and you know, whatever. Um. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, you know, there was that. And the other thing with the guy, the observation this, this poster had made was he didn't like the camera and the close-ups. And I agree 100%. This is the same thing that they've done in Transformers. And this is a big thing, I guess, with J.J. Abrams. <laughs> but it's this, this... First, the one thing is this handheld camera nonsense. No. The shaky cam. Yeah, it's this shaky cam, this handheld it's camera. Supposed to, it's supposed to be no. more uh, more action. Look, yeah, well, I look, feel like look, I I'm shaking the up. camera. That means action is taking well, place. Well, I can't tell what the hell's going on. Exactly. That plus everything's a close-up. Exactly. They Why do that on purpose. Why is everything a close-up? Because if you make everything a close-up and you're shaking the camera, that uh, means you could get away with a lot more... Then if you had a very still camera, everything has to be very detailed. The special uh, effects have to be very detailed. It's easier. It's it, it's it's a it's a cop out. It's nah. a it's a directing cop out. No, because the special effects were pretty good. How could you tell? 
Oh, I meant on the shots that on weren't the, all shaky. I know, on the still shots. As bad as as the shaky cam was in this Star Trek movie, mm. and as even worse as it was in the Transformers <laughs> movie from two summers ago, <coughs> the worst, worst shaky cam movie I've seen was 28 Days Later. Another 28 yeah, that, days Yeah, that's later. the one. It was 28... No, it was 28 weeks later. 28 weeks later. I don't remember a lot of shaking cam in that. Well, I saw it in the theater. And the entire movie... It was like the, the cameraman had Parkinson's disease. Also, I'm not making fun, but it was like... Michael I, J. Fox. I couldn't watch it. Michael J. Fox Halfway was the cameraman? I like Michael J. Fox. But anyway. I, halfway through the movie, I had to just look down <laughs> because I couldn't watch it. Yeah. It was... It was ridiculous. It was absurd. Uh, so, you know, it that... It doesn't look... Dear directors uh, out in Hollywood, <laughs> if you're listening to the Paul Stevenson show, the shaky camera yeah. doesn't make me feel like, wow, I'm involved in the action. Yeah. I'm involved. Look at this. I'm, I'm all caught up in the action. No. It makes me feel like I really can't wait till the shaky camera yeah. part is over because this stinks. Yeah. Please, yeah. stop it. I don't know if you know, in my opinion, the space battles, I don't, I don't know what they were doing with it. <laughs> Honestly, the, the <laughs> lousy special effects in the, the old Star Trek movies were better space battles than this. Yeah, the space battles were... Again, it, it was, was basically just... the, en the gigantic enemy spaceship yeah. shooting heat-seeking missiles at the Enterprise. Yeah. Like a hundred different times. They couldn't think of anything else? No. And so anyway, there was that. Um, you know who they should have got? What, what was um, the doctor? McCoy. Yeah, Dr. McCoy. You know who they should have got to play him? Dr. Phil. No. Dr. Phil. They should get Dr. Phil to play Picard. <laughs> He's bald. <laughs> Could you imagine... <laughs> Make it so. Make it so, number one. Data, you do not come in late with a hangover. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> warp speed. <laughs> All right, so... So there was that. Um, so, again, so as a person who's, you know, a longtime Star Trek fan, there was a lot of things that I was kind of, like, sitting there, and I'm like, you know, you know this doesn't make sense, and this is not continuity even though they've changed the continuity it still doesn't make any sense so from that sense i guess the way i look at it is this I, I think you can look at it and say you know what if you weren't really all that excited about you know this movie and you're a big star trek fan the continuity blah 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 i guess you could say you know what this movie doesn't count in the re in the other continuity anymore it doesn't because it's an alternate timeline well, right. It's a reboot. Yeah. So Why would it count in, 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 in the existing yeah, continuity? Because they'll, they'll say, oh, this counts. But, so basically... It can't no, count. I guess it can. So, all right, so there's that. Now, uh, uh, let's, I guess, look at the movie. Um, the backstory for Kirk and young Spock, I thought that was well done when they did the stuff when they were kids. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was well done. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, I, I thought that the, again, that the Kirk and Spock characters, they, they did them very well. 
you know, in the sense that they had the characters right, kind of the things that they say, how they act, right. their mannerisms, <coughs> you know, things that they would probably do, all that. You know, I thought that was done well. Um, and then there's the, then there's some things that I don't like. The destruction of planet Vulcan. Well, that's right. What are you doing? Uh, no, you don't blow up Vulcan. Now, in the original TV show... Yes. Spock was on the Enterprise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did Vulcan still exist? Yes. Or, oh. I guess they felt like it needed to be blown up this time. And, you know, the plot was absurd. This stuff about the future that there's a supernova, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's a supernova, and it's destroying the planet Romulus, and Spock's the only one who can save it, and he runs out of time? What? What is this? You could you tell yeah, me? But wait a in the twenty fourth, or maybe by that time it was the twenty fifth century, that they can't predict when a supernova is going to happen. Hello. Maybe not. Yeah. All right. But if the supernova destroyed the planet Romulan, Romulus, Romulus, whatever, um, Omicron, <laughs> um, then how did Nero survive? He wasn't on the planet. Where was he? He was off in some other. Oh yeah, he planet. was on the mine. Right, they had right. An he empire. was mining. He had was an mining. empire. That's right. He was a miner. Yeah. M I N E R. And the other thing I thought was kind of stupid was the last movie Nemesis had this crazy Romulan as the, basically as the bad guys. But anyway, wait. So so Nero was a miner, twenty five forty niner. Yes. yes. Uh, Leonard Nimoy just you know just. I thought, you know, he was okay. They didn't he wasn't in the movie a lot. And he you was know, in it he was in it more than I thought he would be. Yeah. But uh and again again, you know, I say this to this JJ Abrams because oh, you know, he can't use Shatner because he died. But you didn't follow continuity. Yeah, it's a reboot come anyway. On, come right? On. You could you could have used Shatner. Come on. I know. The whole thing with that, from what you told me, is well, we can't have William Shatner in the in the show or the movie, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, one of the old movies, he, he James Kirk dies. Yes. Captain Kirk dies. So we have to follow the canon. This and that. well, guess what? They didn't follow the canon, so they could have had William Shatner. I don't know. Right? Just, they they could have found. Duh. A way. Yeah, they they could have found a way to write him in. I or... mean, you're already not following the original backstory anyway, so why not change? One other thing. But honestly, again, in retrospect, do I, do I really care? You know, and I probably don't. And I don't think he does either. But well, here, you know. Here's my thing, right? Again, I'm, I'm a little familiar with the Star Trek universe, but for the most part, I'm going into this movie fresh. Yeah. Um, ignorant. Ignorant. So... I thought it was a very good action movie. Yeah. I thought it was a very good science fiction movie. I thought it was good. Oh, how much science fiction? Yeah, okay. The story, well, it's science fiction. Yes. <laughs> it is. Yes. And I thought, again, I thought um, Kirk and, and Spock's backstory was good. Yeah. Um, the way that the two adult actors interacted with each other. and Yeah. I just thought it was very well done. Yes. So that, and, and yeah, the space battles were a little... And then Chris, Captain Pike wound up in a wheelchair. Well, that that was also 
breaking the can. Yes, because... Because in the original, Captain Pike ended up being injured and he had to go... He had to ride around in that machine and he couldn't talk. So he rode around in this little scooter-ish machine. Yes. And instead of talking, he could only flash a light. Yes, just flash the light. And then in this movie, he's, he's... after he was tortured, he could still talk, he could still move, he could still ride around in a wheelchair. Yeah. So, uh, no, which is fine, but yeah. again, they, they broke the cannon, could have had William Shatner. Anyway, yeah. um, I thought that, again, going back to what Frank was twittering and posting... He did not like the script. Well, he didn't like the script, but he also... Uh, posted that Leonard Nimoy's acting was very bad. Um, I thought Leonard Nimoy's acting was fine. He, he was okay. I thought he was fine. He was okay. I, he was fine. Again, I, how, how could he have been any better? Well, he only, he only had a small part. Yeah, I know. It, it, honestly... It was fine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I were them... I wouldn't have even had him in there because I, I just felt like it was a throwaway role. Well, it was fan service. Yeah, we're Shatner, right? Where is so, Shatner? <coughs> anyway, um, yeah, Zachary Quinto was very good. Chris Pine was very good. Um, and then this other thing, this Uhura and Spock relationship. What is this nonsense? Spock kissing? Spock does not kiss. I don't know. What is this? I don't. So overall, yeah. I would say maybe if you're not a real diehard huge Star Trek fan, if you're just a, an action fan, a sci-fi fan, I recommend this movie. I had a good time. I enjoyed it. It was a little bit long. I felt like it was the perfect length. Really? I felt like it was... I wasn't getting bored. I wasn't getting tired. Um, I was getting bored. It didn't drag. I was getting bored. But, if I'm going to nitpick... Then again, I was bored with episode three of Star Wars, and people still rave about it as the best prequel. Episode three? It was horrible. Well, I know. All right, anyway, but if I'm going to nitpick... Mm. Again, I thought Leonard Nimoy, the whole way that they worked him into the movie, made no sense whatsoever. It was pretty bad. <laughs> he was he was the future. Well, spoiler alert! Yeah. Spoiler alert! Spoiler! Spoiler alert! So spoiler. he he's the future version of Spock that somehow got sucked into a black hole, and then he was so now he ended up on this ice planet. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain it because it doesn't make sense. That. That little piece of the storyline, that little piece of the plot, no sense. Well, that's... No sense. That's the only plot there was. There was no plot in the rest of the movie. It was just... But it was a story. It was, it was a story. Yeah, how they all came together. How Kirk, uh, James Kirk became the captain. Yeah. Um, but the whole, like, I'm from the future and yeah. I got sucked into the, your timeline, even though I'm from a different timeline where you're... Your father didn't die. He, he, you, you grew up, and he watched you become. Hey, what's the... so hard to believe about that? It's stupid. Well, I guess that's the only way they could he do it. He got sucked into their timeline. It's uh, so stupid. I have been and always shall be your friend. Overall, I say 
check it out. I approve. Yeah. I think a lot of people approve. You know, a lot of people liked it. Um, my feeling on it was that this is not Star Trek in the sense of what we've seen before. Um, right. I know that it's it's a bigger movie. They want to make it bigger, and just, right. the budget was insane. It's like 170 million dollars. <laughs> that was more than all the previous films combined. I think, <laughs> yeah. literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, the movies these days: Transformers, yeah, I know, Batman, I know. Um, <coughs> Dark Knight, right, Batman right. Begins, Spider-Man Three. Anyway, that's what action movies cost right, these right. days. I don't agree with it, but but. All right, and and in the same so on the same token for me, Lord of the Rings, the smaller, lower budget, in my opinion, is Star Trek to me. Right. That's what Star Trek's always been. Right. That's what it is to me. Right. Well, it's not about all the flashiness. No. And... Um, and the other thing I didn't like was why was the engineering section? Why did the engineering section look like some? You know, 20th century... Sewer. Uh, sewage treatment plant. <laughs> I don't know. No, they had like... What is this? What happened to the future? I saw the documentary Trekkies. Yeah. And what I got from that is that the big Star Trek fans, they like the series or the, the, the Star Trek universe because it teaches acceptance... Yeah. And kindness and peace. Yeah, it's a positive vision of the future. Right. So, ooh, we, we've, we've met the, this, these foreign uh, creatures. Let's try to m make peace with them. Yes. And so at the end of this movie, Captain Kirk mm. offers to save the Romulans. Romulans, right? Yeah, that was, that was a really dumb... So they're killing angle. the Romulans... Who were obviously going to die anyway. They're getting sucked into a black hole. I know, but he offers them one last chance. Yeah. He said, look, surrender, this and that. We, we will save you. And the, 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 the Romulan Nero, I would rather die a thousand deaths he was than be saved terrible. by... What a, um, I, honestly, Eric Bana is, is... Terrible? No, actually, in Munich, in the movie Munich, he was actually pretty good. When he does these sci-fi movies, he's terrible. Yeah. He in in that Troy or whatever that stupid movie with Brad Pitt. Ah, oh. terrible. <coughs> Hulk. That they should have had him as the Incredible Hulk in the movie. It would have been more believable than as this Romulan. Um, but so at the end, Kirk uh, offers, yeah, to to save them, to rescue them. Yeah. Even though they've done all these horrible things, they yeah. destroyed uh, Vulcan. And yes. He says, "No, I'd rather I'd rather die a thousand deaths." Yeah. After Spock is like, well, this time I actually wouldn't. I'm like, what? Yeah. What is what is this? Uh, a joke, sir? No, you don't do this. No. No, no, no. He was being serious. Uh, no, he, he, he was... really wanted to see them die for, no. for yeah, destroying but, but his the, planet and killing his mother. Nah, but the way he said it was like kidding, and that's mm, not Spock. No, I don't think so. No, I think he was being serious. No. But, okay, but anyway, my point is, so they say, no, we don't want you to save us. Yeah. So Captain Kirk says, okay, boys, give him everything you got. Blow him up. Would that have happened on the old show? No, no. Or would they have just flown away and let them die? No, they would have said, they would have done so. You got to remember, the, the original show, you didn't have bad, bad guys. There was no real bad guys. Like villains, like, they were, 
there was always like a more, it was kind of like a moral to the story, you know, where right. at the end, right. Kirk would always turn the bad guys over to his side. Which is what I felt like almost happened. I was like, oh, look at that. I, they worked in the whole peace just... angle. They're offering to save them. I know. The they, enemy says no, and then he's like, all right, well, okay, we're going to blow you up now. That's wait, just, wait a minute, I know, what? That, we're going to blow you up now? That's just for these idiot fans who are, are just bloodthirsty, and, and they just don't, just, you know, it's just like, stop already. I, but, yeah, that's not something they would have done. But, again, you have Star Trek fans who, who just, I cannot understand these people. They hate William Shatner. Some of them hate the original series, or they hate one of the later series. I'm like, why do you people hate things about Star Trek? That's not what Star Trek's <laughs> supposed to be about. Right. Okay, you don't like it. You don't it's supposed to, to be about it. not hating. You don't have to badmouth everything. You don't want everything to be killed. Right. Come on, just get over it. Yeah. So do you say thumbs up or thumbs down? I don't know. Thumbs in the middle? Can... I say thumbs up. Well, it's, it's, it's always hard for me to grade a movie like that in a theater. I have to see a movie. It's hard for me to grade any movie. I have to see it a few times. Very rarely do I see a movie and say, this is incredible. You know, like Jurassic Park, Apollo 13, stuff like that. Apollo 13? That was a good movie. You know, stuff like if you're that. In, if, you're, if you're suffering from insomnia and need oh, a cure. Oh, come on. We saw it twice. It was good. In the theater? Yeah. I saw it twice. I saw it once in the theater. I thought it was good. I'd never watched it again. Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, I knew immediately it was good. <laughs> I saw that. I mean, the part where the guy's getting run over by the train, <laughs> and it's... It was. It wasn't even like a. Squirting all over. It wasn't even a dummy. It was like a bunch of pillows they tied together. <laughs> like garbage. Like feathers back. flying. Stuffed with hay. Yeah. Again, I thought it was good. Again, I thought it was fun, and I enjoyed. And it was, it was okay. um. The whole thing with Spock struggling with his emotions, and well, that's the whole. Does point he show of Spock. the emotions? Does he not show the emotions? And, and then at the end, his father ends up. Saying, yeah, you know what? <laughs> we have emotions. It's okay. Which is not something that the Sarek said his father would say in the original series. I know. But I, but, but I thought that was a good uh, twist or a good yeah, a good um, re reinventing, I thought. I don't know. I mean, honestly, the way here's the way how, how I look at it. The Star Trek that had appeared for the last 40 years, it was clear that it was it was about dead, and they probably weren't going to do ever do anything again with it. So, you know, what are you going to do? They had to redo it. This isn't the worst they could have done. I liked, you know, I liked how they did the characters. I have, I really don't have a problem that it's a reboot. I don't care. Right. I didn't like some of the things they did, and it was kind of stupid. But I didn't care that it was that you know that it it, it was a reboot. I just felt like. It should have had Shatner in it, but now you know. But now, when I think about it, here here's the thing with me: if it were up to me, I would rather see a movie with Nimoy and Shatner starring in it, and have it be about them as Kirk and Spock. Yes, even though they're ninety million years old, I would still <laughs> have loved the movie like that because I'm a fan of them. Right. I am a fan. Right. You know, some other people are like, "Oh, Shatner's this old fat guy. Nemo, uh, Nimoy stinks," and. Come on, man. You know, <laughs> cut these guys some slack. They're like 78. Yeah, I know. Here, here's, my, here's my end result. Um, 
it's not going to go in the DVD collection with no. the other movies. So now I can go out and buy the 10 movie <laughs> motion picture set. But wait a minute, though. Is this a movie that you would ever feel like watching again? Eh, I probably watched again. Um, it's 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 something different. It's not the Star Trek that that has that that I am used to in, in that sense. There wasn't a lot of continuity even within itself. You know, there wasn't a lot of continuity. We don't have good continuity. Um, so. Was Spock ever the captain in the old... Uh, no. Okay, okay. No, Spock was the, out of the academy. He was the first officer to Captain Pike for like 10 years. Right. And then at some point, Pike became an admiral and the captaincy went to Kirk. And Spock was still the first officer. Right. You right. know, one of the reasons he wasn't the captain is because he was Vulcan. He was right. half Vulcan and, the, you know, the humans weren't really completely enamored with them. So Kirk was oh. the captain, Shatner. They did manage to work in each character's catchphrase. Yeah, or, I know. Like, um, well, Spock, it wasn't a catchphrase, yeah. but he did the Vulcan pinch. Yes. Bones did, uh, damn it, I'm a, 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 yeah. I'm a doctor, not a physicist. Yeah. I'm giving a little shit. Yeah. Oh, captain. Yeah. <laughs> that so, guy could have done a better Scotty accent. That was not a very good Scotty yeah. accent. Now that I've seen the Star Wars prequels, and now that I've seen the Star Trek prequel, yeah. by far, by far, uh, by, by 50, uh -oh. 50 million parsecs, thanks. the Star Trek prequel is 50 million parsecs ahead uh. of, of the Star Wars prequel. Yeah. And I liked The Phantom Menace. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. But, but this Star Trek movie... Again, I know Frank didn't like it. Um, I think Dennis liked it. I think. No, he didn't uh, see it. No, I thought he posted. Um, he um, asked me whether I whether he would uh, he would like it. But uh, I told him I I told him I said it would pro it's probably okay. Yeah. Just put it back. Um, but okay, so Dennis, one of our regular uh, uh, listeners in California, if you've seen the movie or or, or if you haven't, when you do see it. Let us know what you think about it. What is he, uh, Ebert? Yeah, well, he's uh, part of the pop culture uh, right. uh, sphere. I, I, yeah, but again, <laughs> I, you know, here's 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 the one thing I would say. I would say about the movie, a lot of people on the, the main movie site has been the trekmovie.com, and a lot of people on there have given it, like, 10 out of 10, and... Well, that, I don't, it's not perfect, but... The way I honestly, if I had to grade it, I don't know if I could go higher than a seven. Seven's above out average. of ten. Yeah. Uh, in terms of reboots and and that stuff like that, I would give it an A. And if you were just going to look at reboots, right. because reboots usually come out like <laughs> utter just just disasters. Right. And so it wasn't that bad, but I guess they should feel confident that I haven't bashed it. Yeah, because yeah. that's rare. I so, don't know the last time I saw a film in the theater that I left the theater and say, you know what? I really enjoyed this. I'm about you, yeah. but it's well, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was pretty good. Yeah, I know. But yeah, again, I, I went it. into that 
not being familiar with the old Indiana Jones yeah. movies. Now, a lot of people hated that movie. I went in fresh. Now that I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom, yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was a little weak compared to those movies. Yeah, but On it's On its not... own, as a standalone yeah. action-adventure movie, it was pretty good. But let's say it's on HBO. Right. Would you stop and watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I All right, well, yeah, well, there you go. So, same thing with Star Trek. As someone like me, yeah. who doesn't know too much about the previous movies or the previous shows, as a standalone action sci-fi movie, yeah. yeah, it's good. Well, and I think that was their aim, was to have this new audience, get it to more people. Because in reality, the Star Trek movies, nobody ever watched them but Star Trek fans. Right. <laughs> exactly. Which was the problem, you know. Star Wars, everybody watched Star Wars, nobody wants Star Trek. Star right. Trek is science fiction. Star Wars is not science fiction. It's fantasy. It is not science fiction. Uh, it's no. It's a mixture. No, it technically, is not it's a mixture. Science fiction. It's not science fiction. It, it is. It, no. is. It, it is. is. It is. It is fairy tale. It is fantasy. That's not nothing wrong with that. I know. But it's not science fiction. I know. But as a standalone action sci-fi movie, good. Unlike the Star Wars. Uh, uh, Attack of the Killer Clones mm. and the, the Revenge of the Sith, which put me to sleep. Yes. Literally. They actually both put me to sleep. I was falling asleep in Revenge of the Sith a couple of times. They were horrible. Attack of the Clones, I was asleep in. Yeah. Because my, friend, my friend Paul was with me, and he actually, he's like, do you know you fell asleep? <laughs> like, Did I miss anything? No. Exactly. The more boredom. Exactly. Uh -huh. So this is how you do a sci-fi movie. Yeah. So that's that. Yes. The other thing that you ha that you wanted to mention, Nicolas Cage. Hey. The, the curse of Nicolas Cage. Hey. Oh yeah, there was um there was they were filming a Nicolas Cage movie in Times Square and this whoever the stunt driver was lost a I don't know, he lost the brakes or something. And crashed into like a store. I'll be crashing at Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. Hey, hey, hey man. man. Actually, the other thing that I had mentioned was that at the end, Leonard Nimoy did a little bit of narration. Yeah, he did the you off know, the, screen. It, it was these just are the voice. voyages of the Starship Enterprise and blah yes, blah blah. The space, the, the final, final frontier, frontier where yes, no yes. one has gone before. Yes. So it was just his voice. Yeah. They could have gotten William Shatner to read that. I know. And appease all of the fans. It should have been Shatner. You know? Why not, right? Just have him read something and then you just... Uh... I don't know if he would have agreed to that, uh, but it should have been. They should have had him do that. I don't know. That's... So that and, and the, the other thing I wanted to mention about Frank was what one of the messages or two of the messages that he posted on Twitter... Yeah. Were that he couldn't believe all of the Star Wars. I think he was joking. I don't know because he's like they're they're, they're referencing the Death Star and this and that and uh, I don't think they referenced any I Star Wars. He was Wars. joking. All right, all right, Frank, were you joking? Joking. J.J. <laughs> Abrams. What was that movie? I'm drawing a blank. The stupid name. Uh, it was, that, it was that stupid monster movie from... Oh. 
What, what, what was that call? Uh, Why am I drawing a uh, blank? I can't remember either. Uh, uh, the, not the happening. No. What the heck was that called? And that was also with the shaky handheld cam. Yeah. And you said it was unwatchable. You, you were going to, like, throw up at the end well, of it. I didn't watch it. I only saw the trailer. Oh. And I couldn't... Saw the trailer was unwatchable. Uh, but he didn't direct that. He just produced it. Well, still, he probably told him, shake... No, no, you yeah, got to shake the camera more. Bah. Not enough shaking. So I just looked up the name. Yeah. Stupid. That's the name of it, stupid? It should have been. Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Ah, I told you. What kind of stupid a name that made, name had nothing that? to do with anything else. Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Does anybody even remember that movie anymore? Nah, I don't think so. A waste. But Star Trek was good. If this movie were made 10 years ago, I would have been uncontrollable in the theater. <laughs>